Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to Basketball at its Finest. I'm your host, Drew Dresenixon, and I'm here with uh, NSR's very own Max Strom. Are you ready tonight? Yes! Let's get it. Got some really good topics lined up for today. Uh, we're going to start by going over the games today, then we're going to get into Carmelo Anthony and Sierra Canyon. Uh, so we should have some fun. Um, uh, so let's start by just looking at some of the games we've got today. Um, so the first game we've got going on uh, tonight was the Nuggets topping the Celtics in Denver. Close game there. Uh, what do you have to say about that one? Good game. Unfortunately, Kemba Walker got injured. I do think that the Celtics could have won it if he didn't suffer um, or go to concussion protocol, but um, Brown leading the team as a in points and um, yeah, excuse me in that he got two points. Ten rebounds and four assists. And on the Nuggets side, Jamal Murray got 12 points. He led them in points. Jokic got 16 rebounds and 10 assists. Drew, any last words about on this game? Uh, it's just crazy. The Celtics started extremely slow with a 13-point first quarter. They kind of ramped it up every quarter, scoring more points than the last. They finished off with a 35-point fourth quarter, um, and they just weren't close enough. I feel like if there was a fifth quarter, they would have outscored Denver by enough to come back and win this one. Yep. Um, and with that game in the books, let's get into... 76ers versus the Spurs. 76ers taking the W in as a home game. They're undefeated at, at home, and uh, they added on to a another. They added another loss to the Spurs. They're now five and eleven. Tobias Harris led the 76ers in points. Joel Embiid in rebounds. He got 14, and then Simmons got 13 assists. DeJounte Murray on the Spurs got four assists. DeRozan, seven rebounds and 29 points through. Yeah, I mean, this is like, really, in my opinion, that's a much, it's, it's weird, because I, I don't know what I'm saying. I just stopped like four sentences in a row halfway through the sentence. But, like, in a way, this was a must win for the Sixers, because you should be beating Philly, but also in a way, or you should be beating the Spurs, but also in a way, 
Um, it was definitely not must win for the Sixers because uh, it's still really early in the year, and yeah, it's just like they're in a position where they didn't have to win. But I still, I yeah, it's good that, to see them get it done at home, uh, protect the home court, stay home defeated or un, undefeated at home. Uh, this was a pretty close game throughout. Um, they literally tied in scoring two quarters, but um, because they lost the first quarter, the Spurs ended up falling behind just a bit and could never catch up. Uh, so it's a pretty good game. Uh, Spurs, I expected a little more than this year. But they're they're competing, I guess. Yep, they were. They got. They did pretty. They got close. Pretty close. I mean, not the closest we've seen on this on the uh, on the day. And let's shall we move on to another video? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's do. Without any further introduction, the Sacramento Kings and the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn taking the W once uh, again. 116 and 97. They're 7 and 8 and 5 for 3 at home. And we have Giles. Okay, no, wait. Bajelica on the Kings did pretty well. When you look at his stats, he got 31 minutes and he got seven rebounds, 12 assists. I mean, excuse me, seven rebounds, two assists, and 13 points, and one steal. And then when you look on this net side, Prince scoring two points. I mean, eight points. Jared Allen coming big, 11 points. That's really good for a center. Dinwiddie with 23, Harris with 22, Temple with 18, as Kyrie was inactive today. A good win, especially knowing that they were without a Kyrie, so they had to get a good good leader in substitute, and this is just going to help them in the long run because they're down. They have no more Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie, today they had no Kyrie. They're not going to have Durant for a while. And that just shows you that they can still whip on over one of the worst uh, worst teams in the league. Yeah, Kings. So if they can uh, handle this, this other teams. And Kings, yeah, they're coming in. They're, they're a respectable team, six and seven. Um, You don't have your best player. Your lineup's already not that dominant, so it was not a guaranteed win. It wasn't a cakewalk, but they got it done um, without Kyrie and Spencer Dinwiddie with a really nice game. Joe Harris was good as well. Um, Now let's talk about Mr. Luka Doncic, shall we? Luka? Luca's a bad man. He's gotten to the 30s once again um, against the Mavericks today. Uh, going for 37 and 14 assists. 
versus the Cavs in a 42-point win. Yep. Hey, I mean, you guys, are we forgetting about Doncic? I mean, wow. He is really carrying this team no matter um, what gets in his way. Uh, Porzingis, 17, he has been kind of shadowed by Doncic, so hasn't been really on the higher side of the thing. Right now, if I were to say so, and 30, yep, definitely a good accomplishment for someone in his sophomore year week. And then let's take a look at this uh, Garland leading the point for the Cavs, but 3, Sexton, 14. And then 7 rebounds for Kevin Love, 8 for Tristan Thompson, and Drew. Any more on this game? No, I just want to say that the Cavs are slowly bringing, building a pretty sound uh, core there with Sexton and Garland. Garland looking really good today. Sexton playing decently as well. Not great, not a great game for him, but still fourteen um, and five for him, which isn't terrible. But meanwhile, Dallas has been going off. They won their last game by, like, 48 against the Warriors. They come back today, win again by 42. Um, how dangerous is this Dallas team? Matt? Are you there? Yeah. Oh, my bad, Max. I accidentally muted you on my phone. Um, so, yeah, I was just saying uh, that the Mavericks won by 42 today, and then last game against the Warriors, they won by 48. Oh, so that's combined 90 points that they won by in their last two games. So how dangerous of a team do you think these guys really are uh, come playoff time? The Mavericks, I think that you, um, being a younger team, they are definitely wildcard contenders in a division like this. So I'm interested just to see if, how, if they, I mean, when you look at this record, 10 and 5, they're pretty high up there. I mean, the Lakers are, let's see, the Lakers are 13 and 2. I mean, that's pretty, pretty, I mean, for a young like that, that is like outstanding for me. This, um, they're definitely keeping track with all the other teams in their, um, division. And then when you take a look at the standings, Dallas only one game behind, uh, Houston. Yeah, that's definitely true. Dallas is looking really good, and it's even more exciting because. This is one of those teams where you're just like, yeah, not only are they doing this, but they haven't hit their prime yet. Like, this team is gonna get better. And that's the crazy part about it, is that not only do we have this team that's hanging with some of the best in the business, but this is not the Lakers team who has 
a LeBron who is eventually gonna like uh, be past his prime and not be the same player. And we're not gonna Tom Brady LeBron where we say that every year and it doesn't actually happen. But it is true that he's now 35 years old and he's gonna be getting older. Luka Doncic is 20. He is 20 years old. He could be in the league um, after Bronny Jr. retires. Yeah, I mean, if he keeps up the work, I definitely think that he can keep it up. But what I'm worried about is when you're going so fast like this, you're going to have to, are, will you have to slow down at the uh, mid to end point of the season? It's a good question um, if they're going to have to slow down towards the end of the season. I think it's actually very possible that uh, they get a little ahead of themselves. It's, it's probably not going to be them saying, okay, let's slow down now, but um, injuries have their way of telling people you need to stop this. And uh, I think sometimes there is a chance he gets overworked so much by him playing all these minutes and putting up all these numbers that he gets hurt or has to uh, do a lot of load management towards the end of the season. And it's not preferable, but I think it's what uh, it's it's very uh, feasible that that happens. Yep. And with that being said, let's get another game here. We have... Let's, let's get into the uh, Miami Heat game. 116 to 108, they take the over the Chicago Bulls, and man, is this Miami Heat team looking good, Drew. Yeah, I feel like the Heat were the team where we're always, we, like this whole year, like all of 2019, we're always like, yeah, they're doing okay now, but eventually they're gonna, it's not gonna be like this forever. And we've just been saying that for so long that we should just admit that it, it's going to be like this. And they're a good team. And it's been really fun to watch these guys play. A guy like Tyler Hero has been putting up really good numbers. He's been exciting to watch. Um, this is a team we got to take seriously, especially in a very lackluster uh, conf or division and conference where they're not going to play much competition and they're going to get some cakewalk games that other teams won't necessarily get. Um, so they're, they're a team to be reckoned with. They could be pretty good seeds come playoff time and give a pretty good team a run for their money. Yeah. Butler for sure carrying the team and, uh, with 27 and then, None is doing really well, too. Uh, 21 points and even less time than uh, Butler had. What's your, what, what, what's your take on uh, Miami Heat and uh, all the rising stars like Hendrick Nunn and uh, all the younger people on this team? I'm really impressed with this team, like. The way that they've got Kendrick Nunn playing, yeah, you Tyler Hero, like I was saying earlier, Bam Adebayo with a pretty good game, uh, 16 and 14 for Bam Adebayo. 
and six uh, assists as well. Like this is a team that um, it's it's an exciting team to watch. It's a team that just makes you smile. Like they could do something in the future. Um, and it's one of those underdog teams. We're not really expecting them to go far, but they've got a, a pretty sound foundation with guys like uh, none uh, being a rising star. Yep. And let's get into another team with rising star. The Utah. I'm, I know this might hurt to talk about this, so we'll get through this quick. The uh, Utah Jazz versus the uh, the Warriors. Oh, don't even worry about this game. It's gotten to a point in Oakland where losing by only four is kind of like it's it's almost good. Like we we we're we're coming off a game where we lost by forty eight to Dallas, a team that we've owned over the past couple years, and. <laughs> Losing by four to Utah. And like, uh, D. Russell, two, your top two players are injured. So I guess this was like moving the right direction for Steve Kerr. Unfortunately, he does have children coach this year. Um, here on the Jazz side, we have Bogdanovich with 17 points, Conley with uh, 27, and Donovan Mitchell with 30. Another young star that is uh, is 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 uh is getting the job done. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell on this Jazz team being ten and five. Donovan Mitchell is a legit best player on a legit title contender. If I'm being honest, like depending on how well he plays. You've got a foundation where, especially if they picked up one more elite free agent, they could be legit title uh, contenders. And um, Donovan Mitchell, great rising star right there. He can do it all. can shoot at least enough. He can, um, he can ball handle. He can pass. He can... Um, rebound a little bit, he can defend enough, he can he's in the dunk contest um he's young, he brings excitement to the team, like he's all you would want from every perspective and he's just the perfect guy to build around, and we're talking about really good situations for the future, they're probably not as good as Dallas, but they'll give Dallas a little run for their money in terms of being set up for the future I couldn't agree with you more. And let's, as we get close to wrapping up our recaps, we have a couple more games to get to. Let's get this Laker Oklahoma City Thunder game underway. 130 to 127. The Lakers take a three point win. Three, that it takes them to three. And the Thunder to five and ten. Good road win for the Lakers. David Anthony Davis uh, delivering with thirty three points and thirty five. LeBron with twenty three and thirty six. And Anthony Davis also having defensive rebounds, one offensive rebound, seven assists, one 
steal. LeBron, 14 assists, 6 rebounds. So both of them are delivering on each side of the court. And uh, so that is picking up for them. Although I'm interested to see when they're going to get um, Kuzma into the mix here. He's benched for... Uh, uh, he's being he's playing on the bench for a couple of the, around a week now, and it's making him unable to deliver. I'm interested to see how they can add him in. He is a forward, although he does show similar to uh, to a shooting. Guard. Maybe instead of having two shooting guards, we got Kuzma in turn for. Danny Green or Caldwell Pope, depending on who delivering more at the time. What's your take on the whole situation, Drew? Yeah, I think they'll figure out how to get Kuzma back in the lineup. I think, well, there's two things. One is when you have those, the combination of those three guys, and you have all three of them playing, you are almost unstoppable in. But the better thing is you can take one of them off the court and still compete. Um, like, you can, you can take, uh, Anthony, you can give Anthony Davis days off and have LeBron and Kyle Kuzma, you can give LeBron days off and you'll still have Kyle Kuzma and Anthony Davis, you can give, uh, Kuzma a day off for sure and still have LeBron and Anthony Davis, and so you give them a lot of expendability, but additionally, um, that, they should be able to work him into the lineup because, what you're basically seeing is LeBron's playing point guard and Danny Green's playing small forward. Um, when you're talking about the two shooting guards. And I think Kuzma uh, could very easily move into Danny Green's role, but I think we're seeing something like what we saw with the Warriors where um, you instead of having him in your starting lineup, you have him as the captain of the bench unit. This is what uh, the Warriors did with Andre Iguodala. Um, because that kind of allows you, um, it gives you a better rotational, uh, it makes your rotations work better together, so you're never super duper weak, because um, Kyle Kuzma being the third option on the court uh, might not allow him to reach his max potential anyways. Trey Young as Doncic has been delivering way more 
then try um, maybe two points or the league is different or the NBA is different from NCAA. I don't know, but I just know they're scratching their heads for that one. And overall, a good game from the Pistons. The Hawks definitely not delivering. Blake Griffin, Drummond, I mean, we don't need to tell you every name on this team to show, tell you that they are doing great. Although D. Rose, that's the thing I disagree with is putting D. Rose on the bench. I mean, you have three shooting guards, Kennard, Brown, and Galloway, and D. Rose getting 18 minutes off the other people close up to the 30s, and in the 30s, making more points than Kennard is not going to work. I think that you need to actually think about what they're doing and put a point guard in. I don't think that this will help them in the long run, even though they're destroying the Hawks. They destroyed the Hawks in this one, but they are still 5-10 and 10 in this league. Just gets them a little closer to trying to be average. Yeah. The, um, the Hawks are uh, they're playing well. I really like their foundation. Uh, taking so many, they've had so many good picks in the last couple of years. Obviously, trading away Luca is not going to be their most proud moment as a franchise. Um, but the second best player in that draft class right now was, uh, you could make an argument that was Trey Young. I think that was a pretty good draft class. I think it was a really good draft class. But Trey Young is quietly, um, because he's in the shadow of Luka Doncic. Trey Young has still. Uh, done very, put up very good numbers this year, um, and so that I think is also, um, it's it's good, and then you get to um, he, uh, you you can still got other picks like um, you get uh Hunter this last year. I think they got somebody else too. Oh, they did. They got um. What's his name out of Duke? Um, I'm blanking on his name right now. Cam Reddish, as well, who's I really like. Um, so even though I uh, obviously Luca is gonna be better than Trey Young, it's very really a lot less of a. It's it's a smaller loss than I think we're really looking at it as, and I, I like this, uh, this Hawks Foundation. Yep, and let's, folks, we are here to our final, our, uh, final game that is over right now, Wizards versus the Hornets. 125-19, the Wizards take the win, as both of these teams losing records and for the Hornets after this one, 5-8 for the Wizards after this one. Um, I don't even know where to start now. Um, Miles Bridges really delivering 31 points in 35 minutes. Being a rookie is always good. Is that 50 mark as we've uh, seen a lot of people do? 
Bradley Beal hitting 30 in 42 minutes, played the majority of the game. Yeah. Hey, Steph, you would like to touch base on through? Yeah, I, I, I literally don't think I've heard the Wizards won since 2008. But they, they got it done today. That's all you can really say. It's a, it's a good win for them. Uh, I'm interested to see what they do this year because I, I don't know what the goal is for a team like the Wizards. Like, do they even want to win? Like, uh, what what do you think? Do you think that they want to win, or do you think it would be beneficial for them to try to tank? For the uh, Wizards? Yeah. When you... I would say if you already have a losing record, you already might as well take. I mean, you got a bunch of no names on this uh, starting lineup. Bradley Beal is the only person I know that's on this starting lineup. So definitely go with the tip option here. If I were them. Yeah, they're currently sitting. Um. And they're not too bad. They're currently ninth in the Eastern Conference. Uh, in a really bad Eastern Conference, though. Like, even being the eight seed, then you can play a team like the Bucks in the first round, and you're just getting it back. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.